Welcome to GoPost for Jumpers Football Podcast. You've come this far and we really appreciate the support. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor, etc. Please make sure to subscribe to always be updated on any new episodes. And of course, follow us on Twitter at G4J Podcasts, Instagram, which is GoPost number four, Jumpers. And email any questions or ideas to GoPost.Jumper at gmail.com. We have some great features ahead, whether it's Football Scoop, Two Lies and a Truth, The Twat List, and so on. So please, enjoy the show. Yeah, been up so much today, or? No, hungover. Yeah, same. Well, I haven't been up too much, it's just... I'm not hungover, I'm just you kind of, hungover. I just haven't been doing anything other than looking forward to recording this podcast, to yes, be honest. It's the highlight of our day. Exactly. And we have some absolutely smashing features for you today. We've got our top five list. We've got two lies and a truth, which I absolutely love and hate at the same time. Yeah. We've got football scoop, football which is scoop. always the informative section. And my absolute favourite, the twat list. That's all in the show. What's the top five this the, week? Right, so the top five this week is a good one. It's top five football chants. Mm. What do you think of that? That's a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah? So this is... These, these will like be, you are. These will be your top five. Yeah. So you're coming to me with your... With yeah, your they're mine because chant. if we both had our top five because we're playing the order files, it would just... It would drag on a very long time, you know? Okay. Are they all Cardiff-based? They're not. Good. They're not. Although all Cardiff chants are brilliant... None of them are Cardiff-based. Okay, good. Although I wanted to pull one in, there just wasn't an audio file, so there's the answer. So, are you going to kick off with number five? Yeah, so, I'm going to play the audio clips, okay. you're going to have a listen, Yeah. just tell me if it's funny, you know... Do you what, know all the background behind these chants? Who sang them, why they sang them, what it is? I think so. You know what I'm like with research, so... Yeah. Not very good at research. Yeah. So, hopefully... Just it. try and guess what it was, what you heard. Okay. So this is my number five. Are you ready? There you go. That's my number five. What is it? Um, that is Spirit in the Sky. That is the first time I heard that was um, Bishop's Blaze outside of Old Trafford. Mm. And it was bouncing. This is a few years back. Um, but yeah, no, love the song. Love that we... And I love that you've still got chance for old players. Um, I love that sort of thing. It's like every club will still sing about their old players. We've got a lot about Cantona, Nicky Butt. Um, but then, yeah, no, Georgie Best, absolute club legend. So yeah, great that we still got a, a song. It's just a great chant. Yeah, love you it. Know, you know, it's... You can't go wrong. It's like they're all singing about like getting pissed and going up to the sky with George Best. All about. You know, because yeah. if he was somewhere, he would be in heaven right now, drinking a Heavily. few bevs. Yeah, a few bevs. A few. Mm. Number four. Number four. Hit me okay. with number four. You're gonna know this one. Like this isn't just a guessing game. I'm just you know kind of saying what my favorite ones yeah. are. But this is just great when you hear it in the stadiums, uh, with it when this team sings it. It's just brilliant. I love it. So here we go. <laughs> You know, 
just great that one did you see the climax to the season um where Yaya was was part of the Sky commentary team. When was this? And he was he was on the panel. Well, this season. Yeah, just he's a, retired, isn't he now? Uh, no, so he actually had to clear up a few rumours. Oh. Oh. It had been reported that he'd retired, um, but no, prematurely he's still going. Um, but yeah, no, he was on the on on the Sky panel, and they're on the pitch after. Man City won the league, and all the all the City players mm. came and kind of gate crashed the interview with him, and were all singing that song, and <laughs> they were hitting him on the head, bouncing around him, soaking him with champagne on his brand new suit. Um, but yeah, no, that chant's still uh, alive and kicking. It's great. I just love it, and it's like it's almost like even if Man City or any team with Ayatore playing and sings it, you almost kind of want to sing along. Yeah, it's just great. Yeah, and it's the way they go down after the yaya <laughs> and then they go go low go and they go back up it's a wicked chant so yeah that is my number four. number four number three a bit more um you know less pc uh-oh yeah so we're we gonna get it, in trouble here there's any children cover your ears So I'm assuming <laughs> that is one aimed at Wayne Rooney. Is that? I love that one. Who 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 started that chant? I don't know a guy who I, likes singing in the chant. No, as in like who started it? Which fan base? What is in? You're just a fat grand. Yeah. Chant? Well, yeah. I don't know. Man City or Liverpool, probably. Didn't know. sound like Scousers. Didn't sound like Scousers. No. <laughs> but no, like obviously. What are you trying to say? No, it didn't sound like, as in their accent, didn't sound like Scousers. The Scousers make an accent when they sing? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Never noticed that. You hear it, um, well, you know, if, you, if you're listening to Chance, there was a, mm. the Ajax game, Ajax-Tottenham, you can hear the Dutch accent because they they, they actually sing in songs in English. Um, but you can hear the Dutch accent. Have really? you ever heard that? Yeah, I think I now you say it, like I've heard like, you know, Galatasaray, when they were like shout, shouting like a homophobic chant at uh, John Terry or Wayne Bridge or something yeah. like that, or was it homophobic or something to do with him and the Wayne Bridge scandal? But it was just like the deep voice, like, oof, oh, oof, yeah, it's scary. Oof. It's terrifying. It's like any foreign club's fans just yeah. seem to have deeper voices than British people's fans, you well, know? So you hear the Scottish fans as well, and you can definitely hear a Scottish accent mm. when you hear the Scottish fans. Yeah, definitely. Any of your chants? Uh, Foreign are they or are they all English? No, they're all English, so I can kind of understand them really, I guess. Well, then hit me with number two, okay? Number two, because these are my favorite, and I can't really think of any foreign ones I would love. But number two, I want to see if you can hear it because this was so close to being my number one because it's brilliant and it's because it's not necessarily about what's happening on the pitch, okay. I couldn't make out any of those words. <laughs> what is it? Is I'm glad you kind of haven't because I kind of wanted to explain it anyway. Okay. Um, you know, when I was kind of looking around YouTube for ages, looking at different football chants, this was one that I just naturally came across today. So it's something that I've literally found today. Right. 
and I was just giggling to myself so much because of how absurd it is. So essentially, you know, football chants are typically aimed at, you know, what's happening on the pitch, as I said. Yeah. Well, on this instance, it's actually a guy, an innocent guy in the stands who's obviously gone to, you know, the bar kind of part of the concourse, got his pie or sausage roll or whatever. Oh, brilliant. Right? I know which yeah. one this is. Yeah. yeah. So he essentially, he's got his like pie in his hand and everyone, because there's nothing happening on the pitch, it's a dire nil-nil draw. <laughs> They're just like, does he want some sauce? 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 And then, like, literally, he's just, like, kind of, like, in his pie, like, going along with it, like, jigging about. And then, like, someone comes... Uh, no, they start chanting um, when some guy walks up to him, has gone to the bar and picked up some brown sauce <laughs> specifically for this like loads in his hand and everyone's like he's got some brown he's got some brown he's got some I just, they're <laughs> always the best any any chant that's made up when when you're watching a shocker mm. and everyone's been to a, a game and you you tend to you go there with all this anticipation but when it's a nil nil yeah. you've got to have a bit of fun elsewhere so um yeah no they're always the best ones I know, like, recently with Cardiff in the Premier League, uh, you know, we haven't particularly had, a, you know, a consistent amount of games where we've scored loads of goals. Well, no, obviously not loads of goals, but even had a few shots on target. Yeah. So, like, literally, the ball's gone out for a corner, our first corner, and our away fans celebrate it like it's a goal. Let's pretend yeah. <laughs> that, that we... That, yeah, that we've scored a goal. Yeah. And it's just, it's, so, it's just so funny. I just find that so fucking funny when they do that. So, uh, your number one, have you got it ready for me? I have the number one. Okay. And it is absolutely hilarious. I love it because it's just, it's another one of those of those chants where it's not particularly about what's happening on the pitch, but you're going to have to wait till the end of the I episode like everyone else, that. buddy. Okay, so we've reached the part of the show. The best part and your worst favorite part. and your least favorite part of the show. Uh, <sighs> two Lies and the Truth. Mm. You've got a okay record so far. It's one um, one, isn't it? That's I've got three three for you today. We're gonna kick it off. Right, okay. Can with, I just say Go on. I hate this. You hate this. Because it's the way you look at your notes, it's you always seem to have that look in your eye like, ah, I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I've got it, a feeling it, you won't get this one. Psychologically, it fucks with my mind because you get into it. You try. You put these little tactics in. Now you think, right? I'll put that in because it'll implant a little thought in his head that now that's too easy. So I'm not going to go with that. But it's, it could be the easy one. But then you'll put a, a ludicrous one in, and I'll think, no, nah, that's not it. But I'll, I'll, I'll just choose it because go with your heart. Okay, my heart. Okay. Former AC Milan and Arsenal midfielder Matthew Flamini is now a billionaire. After a successful business venture, the Frenchman now has a net worth of over thirty billion. <laughs> right? No. 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 What's the point carrying on? What? Matt Flamini is worth thirty billion. Thirty billion or, pounds. Or do you mean his? He rubs shoulders with Bill Gates. Ah, uh, now you see you've pulled it back. That's because the, uh, that's the level he's at. So he could, uh, because I don't think he's particularly going to be a very I don't know much about him but 30 billion but if he somehow met Bill Gates at a party okay keep going because this is interesting 
Number two. A Man City fan was mm. once banned from Main Road in 1995 for bringing dead chickens into the ground and swinging them around his head when they scored. <laughs> ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, ah. City fans to you. I just laughed really hard and hurt. A City fan banned for swinging dead chickens around his head in Main Road. Uh, 1995. I laughed. When they scored. My head just exploded. You wouldn't need many dead chickens because they didn't score that often back in 1995. A Man City fan. Right, just keep going. Number three. Number three. Ex-Man United goalkeeper. Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis after an <laughs> Irish journalist photographed him in the nude on a beach in Tenerife. The picture appeared to show an action man-esque smooth area where the human penis would normally be located. Gary Bailey, former Manchester United goalkeeper. Is that even a real player? No penis. Hang on. I... I, I don't even know where to start with that. I'm going to recap. We've got You've made two of them up. We've got I, AC I, Milan. Yeah. And Arsenal midfielder Matthew Flamini is now a billionaire. Mm. We've got a Man City fan being banned for swinging dead chickens around his head and they scored. Yeah. And we've got a former Manchester United goalkeeper having to deny rumours in the press of having no penis honestly they're all mental you've outdone yourself one of them's got to be true it's either someone a football player doesn't have a penis a football player is now worth 30 billion or someone throwing dead chickens around main road and (laughs) I think how do I choose one of them as a truth is this right? I know the last time, like the last few times you've done yeah. this, there has been a truth. Is this just, I swear to is God. Is this one of the ones where there's no true story? You can't do that. I'm banning you from doing that. <laughs> if this, because this one of has them's to true. be. I can promise one of them's true. Mental. This is mental. Which one are you leaning towards? Honestly, absolutely fucking none of them. I want you to just rule, rule out one of them for me. So How can I rule... Right, if anyone's listening to this, right, and they think, oh, yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. They c- So you don't think a th- former footballer can create a fortune? Yeah, yeah. Like, they get you paid know, millions anyway. Like a billion. I could imagine a footballer... A billionaire. Yeah, like, you no, know, but you've seen, like, Dr. Dre, like, build, like, a billion... I know he's not a footballer, a billion... Dollar empire with his yeah. headphones and stuff. Yeah. That's just a billion. And Dr. Dre already was a major superstar. Reported net Flamini. worth of thirty billion pounds. Honestly, if Flamini done that, I I am I am putting posters of him up in <laughs> my bedroom because he is like a genius. Now, what about rumours of of an Hang on, Bill Gates's empire would just Microsoft can't be worth thirty billion. Oh, yeah. Hang on, Flamini's, has he just set something up with Bill Gates? And It wasn't with Bill Gates, mm. but he's, he's, in the same, he's in the same company as Bill Gates. Okay, terrible, terrible word to use. Um, he's in the same sort of high, he's, he's, he's a billionaire. He's in the billionaires club. 
he's, he's are you gonna far roll into the billionaires club? I want you to get it down to two. Right. Okay. So no penis, chicken swinging, billionaire. Right. The billionaire wow. one. What a person uh, that would be. The billionaire one. Penisless billionaire swinging chickens. <laughs> I, re- I reckon. I, look, if I was, if I hadn't heard any of these, yeah. Um, yep. It's very conceivable that someone would get banned from a, a football ground for dead chickens. For dead. Who would bring dead chickens to a football game? Football fans. We're a it, crazy bunch. It, and then not, you've got. There, hang on. Are there any other football teams whose mascot is a chicken? For them to do that, I can't reveal that information. Right. Okay. So I'm just. I'm gonna. This is frying my head because this. This is way better than any other one you've done. I've got to give it to you because Gary I, Bailey, ex-Man United goalkeeper, no penis. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, not true. I'm gonna say, uh, Flamini's not true. Flamini's out. Cannot believe that at all. I think you. I think you've overshot the numbers there. Okay. I think you've over-exaggerated. Yeah. And it's just too easy uh, with that one. I think between the dead chickens and <laughs> no, the, no, the no dick player, um, I think uh, the dead chickens is untrue. And I can believe that a football player maybe as a child had his cock chopped off because he was like diseased or something. Well, to be fair to him, he denied the rumours that it was... That right, it was it's true then, because you've just gone into the rumours. That's not... No. Right. <laughs> you know, are you, you doing going, this on purpose no, who are you now going with? right you've done I want that a final answer you've done that on purpose final right. answer final answer is that the no dick thing is penisless true. goalkeeper is where you're diseased penis goalkeeper is true <laughs> and if any of the others are true I quit the show because I can't do this anymore because I'll never beat you well luckily for you you have to quit right now yeah. We will find out the answer at the end of the show. Brilliant. Can't wait. Because, honest to God, mate, it's, <laughs> I can't, it's fried my head. Absolutely fried my head. <sighs> I'm all ears, Baker. Okay, so we move on to the football scoop where I discuss uh, some interesting stories from the week in the podcast and discuss with Alex some things that I find a bit compelling. And there's, i got to be honest, mate, there's a few things i like to talk about this week because okay. uh, in the world of football, things seem to be going off a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. Mm, I've got a couple of stories. Where are you going to start? Well, the biggest thing for me at the moment that would absolutely fuck me off if I was one of those team's fans mm-hmm. is the ticket scandal with the Europa League final. And the Champions League final. Yeah. Have you seen that? I saw, I think it was, was it 6,000 allocated tickets for, for each for Arsenal and Chelsea in Baku? Mental. Yeah. That's, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Like, there's, there's, it's not corruption, but there's not caring about the fans. And then there's just completely disregarding them to the extent that they may as well have offered them no tickets and reserved all of the seats for uh, corporate hospitality. I mean, six thousand is. Uh, what are they trying to create there? It's it's uh, it's absolutely insane. So, if anyone who doesn't know this, the Europa League final, and these aren't um, like definitive numbers because I'm not the best researcher, but um, it's roughly true. Uh, six thousand tickets each yeah. for Chelsea and Arsenal, and I believe Liverpool. Do you know the Liverpool numbers? It's like not much more. I saw that. 
I think it not not all the season ticket holders will be able to get tickets for yeah. for for Liverpool. Yeah, nowhere near. Like it's which is absolutely insane. Yeah, like I think it's like fifteen thousand each or something in a stadium that's like seventy eighty thousand exactly. Which when you think of it, it's Atletico Madrid stadium the Champions League final, isn't it? But this isn't. But this isn't the first time, and we're talking about it now. Mm. But we experienced this with cup finals in England mm. every year, and it's almost like people are afraid to, they they'll talk about it but they're afraid to actually take action but how can you take action as a fan like do you strike and yeah, miss exactly. the game yeah and and that's that's where you're going to eventually they're going to push us to is people won't turn up to games they will start yeah taking strikes and mm. and eventually that it's us that's losing out because we're missing the games we're yeah. we're not getting to go to them until until this this problem's sorted and it's not just not just the ticket allocation, location. Yeah. The location of these finals, we've got one in Azerbaijan, <laughs> which look, by all means, I think experiment. Take take the take these competitions around different companies, showcase yeah. them. Yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in that. But but in a in a country that takes you three flights to get in and out, um it it's just it doesn't make sense. There's no direct flights. And no, no I, direct I was listening to a journalist, uh, I think it was Martin Samuel, in yeah. in the week saying that when he was last out there, um, he wanted to, he had to fly out to Madrid, yeah, um, from Baku, and it took three three separate flights to to get in and out, um, and and that and that is from a journalist point of view, someone who again is is been booked on there by maybe um, his company, and he's struggling, so. You know, so what hope do, do, do the rest of us have? It's, yeah, it's, as you said, it's great trial in the um, finals in different... It was great when Cardiff had it, for instance, in the Millennium Stadium. Yeah. But that's kind of like a country that has the, you know... You've got the infrastructure. Ready. Yeah. You, but you, I'm just using Cardiff as an example because it's something that's close to home. With Azerbaijan, if I, if you could, you know, easily get there and logistically it was, e- you know, it, it yeah. was fine to do it, then crack on. But... You can guarantee, just like with the Qatar World Cup, that is money that's what's paid for it, and it's it's money that pays for you know is the reason yeah behind the such little ticket allocation. And it always is, In, and and we like I said, we we have this problem with Wembley, um, where you've got a ninety thousand seat stadium, and you've got sort of twenty thousand or four. Like it should be, it should be forty thousand. Should be sort of that those sort of numbers each. On a final, it should mm. be a, an even split. I understand corporate. I understand officials. Maybe people that need to be there. Yeah. Why? Why would you need twenty thousand on a ninety thousand seat stadium? Give ten percent away to corporate. Yeah. But the thing is, Alex, like going back to what we said about you know the only action you could take that would you know kind of put things in motion very fast is striking and fans not turn up to the game. But I can guarantee you the FA, UEFA, FIFA, all these governing bodies. Yeah wouldn't care because no. they would think right that's an extra 16,000 seats to give yeah, to corporate now exactly and they don't care about how loud it comes across as on TV yeah it's and it's hard to watch There's when, when you see the finals the and you see and you see all these empty seats at half time and then empty seats 10 minutes into the second half 20 minutes into the second half and they just can't be bothered to come come back out Mm. Uh, and and that's where we're at with it. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's a bit of a disaster, and that's not even going into the uh, the ins and outs of Mkhitaryan politically. 
um, the implications on a, a final in Azerbaijan. You've got a player that that might not be able to get clearance to play there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it looks like a bit of a shit show from start to finish. I think, like, finally on this topic, you have to, and anyone listening, like, you have to put yourselves in the feet of uh, these Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea and Arsenal fans because it's, it's easy to kind of be a neutral and say, oh yeah, that's that's crap, that is. But imagine your team got to that final. Tottenham never been it, in a in yeah. a, a European Cup final and, and, and there they are. Every little way, like step of getting there and then you cannot go there. Airbnbs cannot, being priced at two grand a night. Absolutely. A premium being chucked on every single uh, hotel room mm. that you book within sort of two miles of the city yeah. and 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 that is that is where you've got so to the point where your average they've pri- they've priced that your average fan yeah um and it, yeah it's just disappointing and these are people with who aren't necessarily having high income you know wages a lot not every single it's, person it's still, can it's still a working that. a working class sport it's still yeah. football is is our our one thing and yeah. and you do feel like it starts to get taken away and I understand that we all love the Premier League we all love the amount of money that's pumped into into something that we can watch sort of every week but then you go into subscription prices to watch your team then you go into ticket prices you go into the ins and outs of actually going there um, so really what what is next what 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 are we what are we going to be looking at next is it going to go the complete opposite way are we going to start saying right well look, look we're all going to strike and and then you have no fans turning up so yeah we'll see yeah okay so what else you got for me okay so another thing that i'd like to talk about and it kind of piggybacks on the last point of yeah. you know Atletico madrid they have now finished above real madrid for the second season in a row so what i'm bringing up here is how incredible that is Atletico Madrid finished above yeah. Real Madrid two seasons in a row. Yeah, you know that the biggest team in the world, Real Madrid, and they are. I watched their game against Real Sociedad, and they were terrible. Awful. Yeah, yeah, and and they they've been sort of a steady decline since Ronaldo, hmm. and it, we're, we're looking a year on since Ronaldo has left, and where the club was when he left, and where they are now. They just come off back to back. Well, three Champions League titles in a row. Um, Zidane leaves, Ronaldo then leaves, and then you've got a team that's finishing third. Um, and twenty, what? How many points? Twenty points off off Barcelona. Unbelievable. That's um, that's unforgivable. Imagine being those Real Madrid fans, as angry as they are anyway at everything. Yeah, they're that, angry. That far adrift from Barcelona. Yeah, and I think also though on a, on a positive side is have a look at Atletico. Madrid as a as a as a model mm. to work on and and the the way they've worked they've stuck with Simeone and and season after season they they seem to be not over not overachieving as such because they've got great players but um they've had a, a stable team they've had an attitude that has been relentless they've reached Champions League finals they've won the league they've come close to winning the league they've won um, they get into the finals of cups. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see now because I think uh, Diego Godin's just announced that he's played his last game for and you for, know, for the club. What a centre back he is to be leaving. Yeah, exactly, and it's going to be a huge hole to to fill. Yeah, but you know, players will want to go there. 
players do want to go there. So it's not it's not one of those where they'll struggle to attract. They do because they they promise Champions League football every season. They promise uh, a man a, you're working with a manager that is extremely unique. And we see I, there's parallels to um, to Pochettino in 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 the Premier League in in respect of they maybe don't work with the biggest budget. They maybe don't have uh, the best players at the time, but no marquee signings, and yet they're they're still there or thereabouts every season. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's Real Madrid are almost going to need to gut their team in the similar vein to Manchester United. They've got a team which was way too heavily reliant on uh, a world superstar. In they Ronaldo. built their team around him. Yeah, which hundred percent. And they've they've basically relied on someone for so long. And so much that when that person left, they thought, right, with Real Madrid, we'll be fine. Yeah. But they have suffered dramatically. Yeah. And their next step will be interesting because to see to see what sort of thing they, they do in comparison to Manchester United in a stage where they're, they're both at basically rock bottom in terms of their club in the last sort of couple of decades. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what both clubs do. Uh, Real Madrid might chuck money at it. They might... Uh, they might build from the youth. I know they've got great players, young players still. They've got Asensio, uh, the young lad, Brahim Diaz, who looked phenomenal. They bought from City. They've got Finishes Junior. So these players might be world beaters, but they're not there yet. And I don't think Real Madrid fans will tolerate a couple more seasons if they're not there. Definitely. Mate, finally, Chris Hooten sacked from Brighton just yeah. at the end of the Premier League campaign. Managed to keep them up and they've sacked him. Yeah, a little bit disappointed. I hate it because I love Chris Hewitt. Another Seems British like manager, successful yeah. in terms of keeping keeping the team up. Us and I still like him. Yeah, and I think with Chris Hewitt, the the problem was that his football maybe wasn't the best. So the Brighton fans, yeah, they can be happy that they're in the Premier League. They might be overachieving to that extent, but once you're in the Premier League, there's always that not greed, but you want to push on. What's the next step? And Chris Hewitt maybe wasn't the wasn't the yeah, man that they were thinking. You, you can't. I don't. In my opinion, anyway, you can't ever use a style of football as a reason to sack a manager. In my because football is a business, if, and if you run a business and you're getting results, you don't look at how that person's getting results. But I look at it as an entertainment business. You go to football to be entertained. You watch the game. You but play do, the game. Do those to be chairmen think? about that though think about it from that perspective I'm not like saying you're wrong but think about it from the chairman's perspective he doesn't see it as an entertainment business he sees it as how am I hitting my figures month on it depends which chairman you are if you're a chairman that's close to the club and hold the club close to your heart you maybe grew up in the city it's sometimes different but I think I think ultimately you want to be entertained when you go to a football match you want to see a good brand of football you want to see something unique uh, and you want you want to compete and Brighton compete yeah they, they've com- been competitive in the Premier League to the point where they've stayed up but was it was it good enough and I just don't think it, it quite was you've hit the nail on the head there by the way I don't know if it's intentionally but I had to look up uh, Brighton's chairman Tony Bloom just stepped down aka known as the lizard apparently on his <laughs> really <laughs> on his Wikipedia uh, World Series of Poker professional player from Brighton Sussex so there you are. yeah it, yeah I, mean, I think he's he's just stepped down no that's Huddersfield my, uh, but the, the, these are these are these are clubs that have he's a chairman. lizard they've got lizards involved which is great <laughs> um, but they, they, I, I I would look at those sort of teams 
the Brightons, the Huddersfields, maybe not so much Fulham because it's based in London, but those, those sort of teams where they will have people in the club who who are from the city, who work closely with people in the city and the community. And, and it will be sad to see Chris Hewn go, but he'll get another job. Let's hope so. That's Football Scooter, ladies and gents. It's Football Scoots, apparently. Not Football Scoots. Football Scoots. Scoot. Football Scoots. I hope you enjoyed Football Scoots. I did. Much better than Football Scoops. Twat. Twat. It is time for the twat list. The twat list. Baker's twat list, where I choose people in the world of football mm-hmm. and add them to my list of twats. And the reason I love this feature so much, Alex, is because you get to kind of mess with my head with two truths and a lie. But this is me getting back at you. And it's quite hard because you seem to get these clues quite quickly. And I'm okay. going to really push the boat out here. All right. Yeah. I won't, so, go, I, I won't go at it straight away. I'll let mm. you explain them. Yeah. And then we'll see, we'll see how we... How yeah, we let's, let's try that. But these basically are the people... That I think are twats. Um, I'm not being confrontational. I just. Oh no! I'm sure one of us will make it onto your list at some point. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Or many people's list. Yeah. Um, it just means that none of these people are ever going to speak to us if they ever happen. Oh, to I don't think they would this. anyway. They're not going to hear it. No. So I can do what I want. Joey Barton probably won't speak to us again. Um, like he ever would. Alan anyway. Pardew. We're not on his radar, mate. No. So I'm going to go straight into it, mate. Okay. So, clue number one. I can fly around now. Thanks, fairy. <laughs> I can fly around now. Oh, thanks, fairy. Where do I start? Where do nowhere. I start? Nowhere. Nowhere. Clue number two. Is that his first? Is that the first name? Just, just this clue number one. That's what I'm saying. I can fly Quiet. around now. Thanks, fairy. Clue number two. Ah, she's annoying. Don't want her around. I want her gone. Ah, she's annoying. Don't want her around. Ah, get her gone. Right? Um. Right. Okay, I'm trying. I think I've got the start. <laughs> yes, I've got possibly. Him. I've got him. The second bit. Oh, she's annoying. Right. Yeah. Hang on. Clue number three. I love talking about the lottery, especially in the winter. <laughs> I love talking about the lottery, especially in the winter. So we've got. Oh my god! I've done it. I'm getting better. Right, Clue I, number one: I can fly around now. Thanks, fairy. Right, I was thinking we're looking at something like Peter. Okay, if you want to go with that. Yeah, you're not going to tell me if I'm right. Just go with it. Clue number okay, two: Peter. That's what I'm going with. All right, Black Peter Pan. That's what I'm thinking. It's a good shout. I might yes. be way off. Okay, plenty of other people have flown because of fairies. Like who? Uh, that guy in that film once. Peter yeah. Pan, yeah. Oh, yeah. In that film called Peter Pan. <laughs> well, I'm going with Peter. I'm sticking with Peter. Yeah, and clue, the next one. Clue number two. Ah, oh, she's annoying. I want. I don't want her around. Get her gone, I guess. Get her gone. Get her gone. Mm. Oh, my God. Clue number three. I love talking about the lottery. Especially, especially in the winter. In the winter. <laughs> right, so it's cold... Lottery, lucky, cold, Peter annoying, lucky cold. I can't, I, I can't work Can you it. stop drinking? I want you to tell me, I want you to tell me at, at least 
mm. as I'm going, if I'm yeah. close, if okay. I'm close. Well, you're close with the clue number one. Very okay, close. so... I mean, when I say close, you've got the I've clue got number Peter. one. I've got Peter. Yeah. So it's it's Peter. The next one... Yeah. ...is... Ah, oh, ah, she's annoying. She's annoying. Don't want her around. Get her gone. You know, get her out. Ah, oh, don't... You know, out. Get <laughs> fucking out of here. Get her gone. Sure. Not necessarily... Don't focus on the... the yeah, it doesn't have to be female. It could just get, get, get out, get out, get, get so out. She's annoying, it. or just go, or just leave. Ah, nearly, Peter, leave. Yeah, no. Peter, leave John's. Peter, leave. No, it's not. So it's not leave. No. Close. Okay, give me, give me a clue. I just need, I need the, right. the first letter of the okay, last name. Right. Ah, she's annoying. Don't want her around. That's get the, her gone. That's the same cue. <laughs> Clue you just gave me. <laughs> just give me the f- the start, the first letter of that. Ah. So. Rid. Mm. Peter Rid. <laughs> Peter Ridsdale. Yeah. Wait, how is that anything to do with the last two things? Oh, it has so much to do with it. Okay, P- Peter Rid. Yeah. Dale. Yeah. What's that got to do I with love the lottery? About the lottery, especially in the winter. Dale Winton! Oh my god! How did I not get that? I'm so pleased. Peter Ridsdale. Every time I laugh, I get a headache. Okay, so why is Peter Ridsdale your your twat list? Right, Peter Ridsdale is in my twat list. I know that you've had a a bit of a shaky relationship with Peter Ridsdale. Well, it's almost... I know that in the past. Yeah, so he has got a history of ruining football clubs. Yeah. Uh, Leeds United, predominantly but the Champions League. But personally, you haven't got a good history with him. No, but... Are you going to explain that story or is that for another time? I'm Cardiff fan, so I don't... I mean, it is always people who I think are twats, but I hope other people think they're twats too sometimes. You're not going to tell the Peter Ridsdale story on... On what? On here. <laughs> what do you mean? Your personal experience of... What did I do to Peter Risdale? I don't remember. You don't remember? Oh, when he sent me an email. Yeah. Oh my god. I thought you were get that's why I thought you were going with that. Yeah, why no, he's, he's a definitely twat. a twat. Yeah. How have I, you forgotten your confrontation? You've had oh beef. God. Baker's had beef with I emailed with him former Yeah and saying get out of our club. I was about fifteen. You were about fifteen and what happened? He emailed me back saying like get wrecked, son, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he's like a sixty year old man and he said yeah, get wrecked. Offensive. Son. Yeah. No, so, he he came back at me and said something like, "Do you you remember this more than me?" I remember I remember it happening. I don't remember the exact internet. Yeah, I but him, I remember there like, was a back and forth between you and him. He basically was ruining Cardiff City, and I emailed him being like, "You know, get out of our club." Very childish at the time. Um, Not expecting an email back. He came back fifteen at me, years old, yeah, and just said, "Put me down." Basically, and I remember thinking, "Ah, okay, I'm I'm a little <laughs> kid. I should shut up." But, but why is he in your? Now you're an adult. Ish, yeah. You, it's just what have he put done. him in your twat of uh, your of twat what, list. What he done to Leeds United team, you know, with all of those players in yeah. it, like Jonathan Woodgate and yeah. Rio Ferdinand, Champions League team, ruined them. Yeah, and he ruined Wimbledon, I believe. Before, he's not got a good history, and he very much he put us into administration near liquidation, and luckily Vincent Tang came along, bought us out. But Peter Rizdal was like, "Yeah, I done that. I got him to buy it." Where so, is he now? Uh, I don't know. Like, he's on his yacht in the middle of the ocean. Lins, maybe still fuming about that kid yeah. that emailed him when he was fi- when you were fifteen years old. He is raging at that. 
I can't believe I forgot about that. Thanks. Well, I thought that's where you were twat. going with it because mm. I thought I thought you've yeah. got a you you're not you've got a horrible um, you've got a horrible reputation as as a as a Peter Ridsdale. Well, you effectively kicked him out of your club. I did. I you were the reason. Sit. Yeah, I done it. He he was done after that. He's done like this fifty-year-old Tommy. So there we go, Peter Risdale. Peter Risdale in right, my do, twat list. Do I? Do we get another one? Is that it? That's it. Oh, yeah. so I've got to wait till next episode. Next week, yeah. Mm. Okay, that was a little bit harder this week. I'll yeah. give you that. There you go. I'm I'm so glad I about that. I can't believe the unlucky Peter Risdale. You were twat. It's all over, I think. No. All right, we're nearing end of another episode, mate. Sad times. Sad times, but mm. you'll be pleased to know. You're not too far away from I, finding out I have a the headache. truth between the two lies. I have a headache from first of all laughing so much. You've got to you've got to tell me your um, your favourite chant. My favourite ever chant. So it's a corker, mate. It is a corker. Okay. And I am ready to go. Yeah. So on. this one I love because essentially it's uh, not chanting about something on the pitch. But almost more of a protest song. Let's see if you can Hit work me. out. This is another one you're going to have to tell me. Really? Yeah, you're going you to have to tell that? me what or it was. And for the benefit of Are anyone listening as well. Are you just trying to get me to sing? Yeah. Go for <sighs> it. What is it? Right, so it's um, some team... His fans, they're, they're fans singing because I don't know who it Be is. Be more vague. I, it's a bunch of football guys in a chairs in a <laughs> brick building yeah. with grass in the middle. Right. Uh, they're trying, <laughs> they're trying, we paid for your hats, we paid for your hats, what a waste of council tax, we paid for your hats. And they're chanting it at the police. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's just. Great. Brilliant. And I love to think that there's a little bit of a backstory behind that, like something to do with, you know, one of their, the policemen, like, you know, escorting one of their fans out or something like that. Because it is, they're not just yeah. going to randomly do that. No. And that's just great. That's just an example of a collection of football fans together thinking of something right there on the spot. I never understand how everyone knows what to sing at that point yeah. on, on stuff that they just make up on the spot. It's like there's a guy called like Nigel who start, every club has a Nigel. He's like, I'll oh, get the message right, we're going to start singing this. Or he brings like and him, Nigel him stands sheets up to and the game. And like, he, he passes out hymn sheets, Nigel's hymn sheets. Oh, Nigel's got his hymn sheets. Quick, read it. Oh, we paid for your hats. It's uh, brilliant. Nice, good one, Nigel. That was a good one. The beauty of uh, of football fans just there. Love it. And yeah. I love it. And it's one thing, like my missus, who isn't a football fan at all, but when you show her and anyone else who's not really directly involved in football, a bunch of football fans singing funny chants, they always think that's great. Yeah. And it's a brilliant side of our game. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Mate, honestly, I need to know. I have to know. This uh, is this is the best one you've done <coughs> so far. Okay, <coughs> and right, I, I I'm so interested to know which. Just one's to going. recap, mm. we've got story number one, yep. which is Matthew Flamini uh, is now a billionaire um, after a successful business venture. He's worth thirty billion pounds. Yeah, we've got the Man City fan who was banned from Main Road after swinging around dead chickens, <laughs> and we've got. The penisless goalkeeper, <laughs> Gary Bailey, Diseased. formerly of Manchester United, um, who had to deny rumours. He's not goalkeeper. Penis, the cockless goalkeeper. The diseased, the, the diseased cock I, goalkeeper. 
I don't know. You you went with that one. What's that a reason was... to not have a dick for like for a bloke? Like I don't know. Other than someone torturing you, he maybe just wasn't born with one. Born without a cock? Because I've seen stories of girls born with cocks. Like and we're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet browsing no, 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 history. No, 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 no. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, your your answer was penis as goalkeeper. Honestly, I can't even remember. They've my head's fried. I think that's the one you went with. I have a headache. The true story is a Man City fan was once banned from Main Road in 1995 <laughs> for bringing dead chickens into the ground and swinging them around his head when they scored. That was the true story. I and let me tell you, it wasn't once. It wasn't that. one occasion. It was multiple occasions. There were complaints, and eventually he was he was banned from the stadium. He'd done it a few times. So this guy brought in he brought dead in chi- So this is an actual story now. This a guy brought in dead chickens to the stadium, swung them around when, whenever they scored. Yeah. Why? I. Did I don't you, know. You didn't look that up. I don't know. I don't know whether anyone would have a. The actual reason. I don't think the guy knew. So when the guy went to court and, you know, they're like, okay, we find you guilty. And then the judge was I don't think he was arrested. Well, let's just say a court or whatever, like a hearing or something, or his family asking him, oh, why were you doing that? Like, Nige, like, why were you doing that for? And he's like, well, I just... Why is he Nige? Was he the Nigel? Was he the Man City Nigel that came up with all the... What's his response? I hate chickens. Just, uh, and I wanted to show everyone I hated chickens. I mean, they've Sorry. come a long way, Man City, fair play. Since, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, Matthew Flamini yeah. was reportedly that one was a billionaire. Uh, well, it's actually, it's a, it's a lie and a true. Mm. It's, it wasn't true. He, he, was at, he actually denied those, those reports that he, he was a billionaire, but he did um, succeed in a business venture, which... I th- I believe he was on the verge of um, signing deals worth thirty billion, but he's not. His net worth wasn't anywhere near that. I think his net worth's about closest to about twenty million pounds. Yeah, because I've just searched that on my phone now. Yeah, and it's like the top source is DreamTeamFC.com. Flamini set to become billionaire through yeah. secret fuel business. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and then the um, penis as goalkeeper was not true. That was something completely fabricated. But I'm glad that your that is the one that I got. Was it a real player? Yeah. I so, I back in the I think seventies, eighties. That was my it, second favorite. To be true, that was the one that I got you with. I'm always more pleased with the one I if I get you with the one that I've completely come up with oh, in my head. Yeah, right. Let's wrap this up because my head's fucking hurting, mate. Right. That, well, that's the end of the there. show. You've done me, and hopefully, I've done a few people there. Yeah, hope so. Right. Hope until so. next week, then. Yeah. Thanks a lot for All listening. Right. Thank you. Go post for jumpers. Thanks Go a lot. Go post for jumpers. Mm. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Ta-da. Tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Please. Please. No, I didn't. They think it's all over. It is now. It's all over.